0: Testing, testing. It's on. One, two, one, two. Microphone checker. Microphone wrecker. Microphone pick up <laughs> Alright, let's give this a shot. What is life? What does it mean to heal? I'm a human. Hello, hello? Anybody there? Why are we here? figure it out together that's fun just to come play play in the podverse. first what are we doing this is the turning of the bones podcast hello 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 welcome to another episode of the turning of the bones podcast how are you doing happy may happy spring happy friday hope this podcast finds you well, whenever you get to it, on your walk, in the car, on a boat, with some hope, afloat, adrift, amiss, these crazy turbulent times. Let's relax our minds a little bit. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Colby Marie. It's Friday. The sun is out. It's like eighty-five degrees here in Denver. Just a glorious spring. It's a glorious spring morning. I got to go to the dog park in a T-shirt this morning. the The leaves are on the trees are budding. I don't know if uh, any of you have taken the time to go on just a little, just a little walk and look at the maturation of tree leaves but if you need any creative inspiration I highly suggest highly highly suggest going on a walk and just looking at the I don't know amazingly alien progression from flower to leaf Uh, go down a wormhole figure out how trees grow figure out their significance in the history of philosophy um self-organizing self-organizing beings which is kind of what we all are which is really fun so springtime little what, Aristotle, I think that was Aristotle Yeah, I think he picked up after Plato uh, self-organizing uh, entities anyhow I digress thank you for joining me what a week it's been I don't know, if you're like me, I could use like a massage, a hot tub, some good food, a snuggle. It has been just a, a very intense week emotionally, and I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get out of this podcast without talking about it a little bit, uh, try to keep any rants or fervor in my being about uh, about the leaked documents from the U.S. Supreme Court, potential of Roe V Wade being overturned. It's been it's been a roller coaster. I went to a protest on Wednesday, no Tuesday night, which felt really nice to be out, to be amongst like-minded people, similarly outraged about this about this issue. Um, this isn't a political podcast, but I feel like this isn't really a political issue. This is a basic human rights issue, and uh, you know I'll get in there. I'll get in there, and I think maybe just doing a little advocating, a little venting. Let my brain explore this issue. So if you don't feel like thinking about this, maybe maybe log off. Maybe go take a walk, go take a bath. If you're, a, if you're someone who has a uterus and you need a break, I hope you can go get, get yourself taken care of. Do whatever you like. This has been a very very intense week, and I think it's interesting coming a week before Mother's Day. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to all the mothers, all the people who have chosen not to be mothers because it's your God-given right to have autonomy over your body and to be a sovereign being. And I think this week, for me, has been particularly hard um, you know, this stuff has been going on for a while, right? Like we've got the don't say gay legislation and the anti-trans legislation. And I think a lot of this can be really confusing for people. And it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Well, it's not happening in my state, you know, uh, here in Colorado. Should all these trigger uh, laws go into effect? If Roe v. Wade gets overturned, Colorado will be kind of an oasis amongst, you know, surrounded by other states that would ban abortion. Um, And, you know, day in and day out, I don't I don't have a lot of I don't have, you know, an ongoing opinion about this other than we all have our own body and we all have our own rights to do whatever we want to it. And this this week, it seems like a pretty straightforward declaration of war on women, on trans people. Uh, gay people, and this this branch of conservatives, this branch of Christians, um, they made it really clear that this, that to me, they made it really clear that this is war, <clears throat> and attacking people's rights over the sovereignty of their own body to me is unexcusable. And, you know, we're all born. And we all have the right to do whatever the fuck we want once we're born. And if if there is, right, like what's uh, the Christian idea? If there is this, you know, make believe heaven and hell, let's just go ahead and say there's a binary place. There's a scale, like the scale of, uh, you know, the scales in Egypt. Egyptian mythology where your soul is weighed and you either get into heaven or you go to hell. You either go to the field of reeds or you spend a lifetime in the Duat. If that's real. I was just fucking I can't I can't find any argument that would make this make sense. Um you know, if that's real then I don't know do Christians think that like passing this I don't know. It's just so interesting to me because I like try to understand other people. I try to be empathetic. I mean, I do understand it from this perspective that like there's an ideology there. There's a right wing Christian ideology that's not based in theological scholarship. It's not based on you know direct interpretations of the Bible. It's based off of all these spiritual leaders and. You know typically white con men parading around as spiritual leaders and you know it makes sense to me that okay so if your ideology gets you power it takes people believing in the ideology for the ideology to have power so if you become a free thinker if you have autonomy over your body then maybe that ideology would lose power and they're afraid of losing power i mean this is all about power let's just not get it twisted. This is about power and control. This is about subjugation and domination. This is a biblical hangover from the concept of, you know, patriarchal, right? Men being able to determine what happens to the bodies of their wives, uh, women and their uteruses as property. Um, Children as property. And it's it's archaic, it's savage. It's you know all the things that Christians who are colonizing the world used to say about other cultures, that's exactly what this is. It's savage, it's arcane, it's archaic, it is it's 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 about power and control. And you know I'm not gonna get too far into the nuances of this and how it plays out politically and how You know, this is happening in poor states, you know, where these GOP leaders will get more ignorant, poorly educated voters who are believing in the boogeyman. um, Believing that. I don't like. This is like something that I just don't get. It's like, okay, so let's say, let's just thought experiment this one. Let's say that it's real, right? Let's say that. Let's for argument's say, we'll meet them where they are. Let's say that this is real. And having an abortion is like a tick toward, you know, it's like balances your scale towards going to hell. Is there like some stipulation, you know, creative stipulation where it's like if you support legislation that keeps people from going to hell do you get extra heaven points do you get extra like they're like oh my god you you know you get up to heaven and you're like hi i'm here um i try to live as good a life as i could you know i you know i watched out for the liberals i i homeschooled my kids and you know we definitely we definitely did not do evolution we did we didn't do evolution you know, because you know the Bible says, you know, the earth was created last week, and so we just went with that. Um, you know, I'm guessing whoever's beyond the other side of this fence, you know, if I'm if I get into heaven, you know, maybe they'll be able to explain, you know, the mystery of their, of their, their subterfuge, you know, planting sore bones. I'm getting off point. I just want to know how many points I get towards getting into heaven for being pro-life. You know, I kept all of these babies from dying. And so like, what do I get in heaven? Like, what do I get when I get there? You know, like, do I get a nice house? Do I get a nice yard? Do I, what do I get? You know, like just me supporting Governor DeSantis. I mean, that's gotta be huge. I mean, is that beachfront? Do I get beachfront property in heaven? Is there a beach in heaven? I don't know, probably, because this is all fucking make-believe. Like, I, I, There's no thought experiment, philosophically or, you know, like, this isn't a moral question. Like, this is so absurd to me. It's about power and control over women's bodies. It's about power and control over people who are already marginalized and there isn't equity. Um, you know, there's nothing in the Bible, New Testament or Old Testament, about abortion. Nothing and so like when you think about this is like okay so it's like well it's a moral argument well it's not a moral argument there's no the word of god in the christian faith the word of jesus in the christian faith doesn't mention abortion it is right i don't it's just like just there's there's no logic to be found so you have to look you have to look you know, if you're a thinking, rational person, you have to look between the lines. Like, what else is happening here? You know, we've got gerrymandering. We've got re- redrawing you know, voting districts. And this is, if if you make it a felony to get an abortion, felons can't vote. You know, it's this is, I don't know. This is, it's been a sad week, people. It's been a really sad week. Um... And it's honestly, it's taken it out of me emotionally. Maybe you can hear it in my voice. <clears throat> um, you know, the idea that you know, I could see how a transhuman's existence could be really confusing to a conservative Christian, but I don't understand. Like, I, I mean, I could see. It's like my brain can make concessions there for ignorance, right? But I don't, I can't find a viable thought experiment that allows me to, like, understand this, uh, you know, other than what's under the surface, which is power and control. Um, It's, you know, we're at war against the patriarchy, period. This idea that men own women's bodies, that men have control over them, that women and children are property. Um, And that any deviation from the norm needs to be stamped out. Like, these are archaic ideas. Like, that's... We don't... Okay, so... Having cohesion in a a small tribal group or a small village makes sense, right? You, You need that because you're under threat from other tribes, you're under threat from animals and weather and crops failing. Like having a story you all believe in is super important thousands of years ago. Like now we live in this global global society, you know, statistically we're safer than we've ever been. And we're still psychologically so primitive. Like these, these fears of other people, right, queer people, Black people, BIPOC, other cultures—like they don't, they don't serve any purpose anymore. It's just, word up. I'm, I'm just—you can tell—I'm at a loss for words for this. I, I thought the last two days about what I was going to do this podcast on, and I couldn't get my head off this topic because it's so mind blowing to me that we're about to watch Roe v. Wade be overturned. within two years of the George Floyd murders and I don't I don't know how how else to see this other than these people are are attacking right so attacking physical attack would be to like do harm to someone physically. Uh, if you make someone have a pregnancy, you're doing harm to them physically. If you make someone see a pregnancy through in circumstances of rape or incest, that's that's a physical attack to me. And that's that's war. That's like you're infringing on somebody else's sovereignty and I can't I can't see this as anything but like a call to arms in a lot of ways you know like I have friends who have had to have you know most of you listening to this probably know this most abortions are medically induced miscarriages so the same stuff that midwives would have been doing thousands of years ago which was never mentioned in the bible was like oh find the midwives and kill them it's a fucking it's uh, da -da 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 da anyhow and so, if most of them are medically necess- necessary for the mom or the well-being of the child, then then what's the, what's the issue? It's it's I don't know. If you're listening to this podcast and you're pro-life, give me a call. Let's talk. I'd like to understand your psychology because I really don't get it. Um, I can't find a rational through line that that makes any of that make sense, And so I keep coming back to like what what are the things you're not seeing on the surface? If the politicians are telling you it's about A, it's not about A. I promise you that. One thing I've learned since I was fifteen, and I wrote a paper about the CIA's involvement in Central America, the government isn't telling us the truth, you know. and I think this week I may have just completely lost faith in it and I think maybe that's what they're counting on like I'm not going to quit voting I'm not going to quit going to rallies or supporting the people I need to but just just the thought that they have anybody's best interest in mind and I'm talking about the Democrats too they haven't done shit they could have passed the bill in Congress you know Codified this into law, and they haven't done shit. Um, and I don't get it. The psychology—I'm not atheist. I, you know, I definitely believe in the necessity of moral values. But the idea that somebody doesn't can't take that up with their own god is, to me, I don't know. It's been a long week. It's been a long, long week. And so yeah i don't know where i'm going with this just a bit of venting a bit of processing because this has been this has been a tough tough pill to swallow you know we've had the me too movement we have had black lives matter we've got uh, this now we've got the war in ukraine we've had the pandemic and i really i don't see anything but a dystopian You know, it's like all the stuff I read in high school about utopias and dystopia and the stuff I learned in my sophomore English class, it's like they're just pulling out of those playbooks. Like we, you know, this Roe v. Wade is about privacy under the 14th Amendment. You know, and we all carry little personal tracker apps, devices on us all the time. And to me, it's just another, I don't know. I don't know where we're going. It's a scary world. It's a scary world. Um, Take a little break here and hit this vape, cool off. And I just, there's so much out there. If you're listening to this and you've never thought of this before, you know that logistically it wouldn't be an issue to give uh vasectomies to teenage boys right uh you can reverse it at any point in time um but we haven't done that you know we haven't why why power and control power and control compliance power and control people's property women and children as property And until, you know, it's like Sam Harris said, there's like, you know, he's kind of, I don't know if any of you are familiar with him, but he's a podcaster and an author. He wrote The End of Faith and some other books about religion. And he's like, you know, he's kind of takes this line where he's like going to war with bad ideas. And I think it's just really time in this country that we talk about. Just how fucking absurd it is that people that Christians are just making this up, you know, like in Judaism, abortion in the Talmud is acceptable if the if the mother's life is at stake. You know, the mother is what is sacred. We've got Mother's Day coming up. Mothers are sacred. That's how I got here. It's how anybody listening got here, right? If you don't protect the mother, if you raise a child that doesn't that the parents don't want you know that's it's not setting anybody up for success it's not it's not setting people up to be healthy and happy um you know this is a war on on women working this is a war on i mean it's seriously like these people want to go back to I don't even know I wish I knew I wish I knew any of them I wish I had talked. To anybody who believes this batshit crazy stuff, batshit crazy. I okay. I wanna. Here's the story. So I I was raised in the Midwest. I got tons of uh, you know puritanical conditioning, right? I think I've mentioned that my ancestors were Episcopalian priests and in the church. I grew up in a very religious part of Southern Ohio. Um, And I remember the first time I knew someone who got an abortion in college. And I remember them telling me about it. And I had a lot of judgments at first. Um, And I probably even said some of them. My apologies to that person. Um, But I had this... I had this personal fear that I overlaid onto it. Where I was like, oh, you know, if... if," Because I was afraid of not existing, right? Like, I think that... Maybe this is it. Maybe people who are pro-life are afraid themselves of not existing because I I remember thinking well, if I was aborted, then I wouldn't exist. I want to exist. I should be pro-life. Like that was my like 20-year-old, 18-year-old rationale there. Um <clears throat> and I remember it like kind of came from like at 10. Remember at 10 I heard a story about my mom was engaged or dating someone before my dad. And I remember hearing stories about this guy and they all, like, you know, my child imagination, these were like so vivid, I like, I can like still picture the way I imagined that. So my mom's dating this guy and I remember like having this, this realization in like third grade, I was probably like 10. I was like, holy shit, if mom would've married that guy, I wouldn't exist, you know, like, I only exist because my parents had sex. And if my mom would have married that guy, made one decision, then I I probably wouldn't exist because his DNA and my mom's DNA wouldn't have guaranteed me, right? Like, we understand how biology works, how DNA works. Um, And so, like, I remember at a young age being, you know, very terrified of not existing. And so I think, I don't know. I remember when this came up in my 20s in college, when this person I knew got an abortion, i remember being like holy shit at some point during the conversation i was like i don't have any fucking say over like this isn't my body like this person just wants my help this person's just sad and scared doesn't know what they want to do with the rest of their life it wasn't because they had didn't use birth control or frivolous you know it's like any of the things like the myths like promiscuous people get abortions that's not true birth control fails all the time and these Fucking GOP assholes don't want you to have access to birth control either. You know, they don't want your employers or health care to pay for it. You know, this is this is fucking war on our bodies, you know. This is war on the bodies of people that I love, my body, you know. Queer people, trans people, non-binary people. Um, but I wonder if it's like, it triggered, I talked about this early in the podcast, the fear of... Uh, extinction or not existing if like the abortion fear or the the reason why it's so triggering for some of these people and why they would be pro-life is because they're so afraid of not existing right they're so afraid of not existing they made up this fairy tale about heaven and hell they say the bible's the word of god but then make up their own shit. You know, when, when logic is so far out the door, I, I'm always like there's a fear involved. You know, what's the fear? You know, is it the fear of not existing? Is it the fear of losing autonomy or power, right? If your ideologies change and your kids realize that you can, you know, if you go to a, if you go to a drag show, they're going to be nice to you and accept everybody because it's a loving, safe environment where people are accepted how they are. As long as they're kind, you know, that you're going to lose power over your children if they start thinking for themselves. I don't know. It's, But when logic logic doesn't appear to be in the room, I'm like, okay, there's got to be a root fear. Because I know in myself, you know, when I lose my, my grasp on reality or my ability to access my frontal lobe, it's usually a pretty deep fear. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm always trying to understand people, understand the other side. I just, I I don't want to get too worked up about this, but it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And these are scary times we're living in. So processing it, talking about it, writing about it, listening to stuff, educating yourself. When I was researching this, I was like, oh, I'm going to find the, like, you know, I'll be able to talk about the passage in the Bible that that refers to this. And I was really surprised when I was doing my research. Like, the Bible doesn't mention this. This is all made up. This is all modern interpretation. Jesus didn't say anything about it. It's not in the Old Testament. This is all... It's all just a bunch of scared mammals running around trying to figure shit out. But it's like, you know, don't don't hurt people I love. So it's a little bit different. Different podcast today. A little, little rant, a little ramble. I just, you know, I think another part about what was really scary about this week for me is realizing that I thought we were further ahead as a species. It's really embarrassing to be an American right now. This country's fucking joke. Um, Yeah. And so, like, now that I'm an adult, you know, it's like it's time to get to work, you know. You got to protest, you got to organize got to radicalize you got to educate yourself you got to try to have conversations with other people with different perspectives you know it's like this is to me this is the evidence of like i don't know this is kind of a hot take but it's like this is my parents unfinished work you know the 60s i remember learning about that when i was, I was like wow look them out there you know and hearing stories like my dad was in a room with martin luther king it was a really pivotal moment but it's like I think it's this tendency we have and it's also a mechanism of capitalism to keep us distracted and the patriarchy it's like we have to finish that work. I thought it was done naively as a younger human, but like now that I'm seeing this it's like no. It's like that work is not done. If we want if we want to give people freedom, right? If we're American, we're about freedom. No one's free until we're all free, you know? Like, And so it's going to take some work. It's going to pull up some sleeves. I don't know the direction this podcast might change. I doubt it, but definitely might have some more rants here and there. But we'll see. I think, you know, the... 70s ended, 80s came along. You know, like, Roe v. Wade was passed when Nixon was president. I remember growing up thinking Nixon was the world's biggest villain, you know? And now Nixon looks pretty all right, and that's crazy to me. And so, like, the work that we have, you know, for those of us who care about other people and want other people to have basic rights like sovereignty over their own bodies, autonomy and freedom to make choices as long as it's not harming other people, uh, you know, sexual freedom marriage health care education you know but then we're going to have to pull up our sleeves and get to work because my parents' generation didn't, didn't finish the work that they started And I can see it now that I'm a little older you know Reagan did a really good job with the theater of politics during the 80s and the prosperity and everybody's fine well not everybody uh, white people are fine um, white cis straight people buying houses are fine but like that was I was smoking mirrors you know it wasn't fine for other people and so yeah there's work to do I'm going to keep working thank you to all my listeners um, yeah I hope you're taking care of yourself this week I hope you can do something I'm going to go to a march tomorrow it should be a pretty big one go put my energy towards being out there being visible um yeah just got to take to the streets again that's how these things got started that's how you know gay marriage stonewall roe v wade black lives matter um yeah and if you can't do it and you need to rest just rest that's important too rest is a Rest is an important key to the revolution. So, this is Colby Marie broadcasting here from Denver, Colorado.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, confusing times. But uh, women, men with uteruses, trans people, everybody, queer people, non-binary, should have the right to... Do whatever the fuck we want to with our body um and however that sorts out morally is between you and your higher power and not me or anybody else so sending you all love anybody who's feeling down i'm with you down for a good rant a good cuddle and cry just uh it's tough times i didn't think we'd be here in 2022 It was really surreal to say that in 2022 it feels closer to like 1940, 1950. Um, We're going to stay out here. I'd rather rather spend my life in prison fighting for what I believe in than hide out and not not speak my mind, not get out in the streets, not stand up for the things I believe in. So, to all of you surviving this, I raised my cup of coffee. Cheers to you. Cheers to your loved ones, love on your mother, uh, love on yourself, and uh, anyone who's had an abortion, thank you, chest bump, way to go, way to take care of yourself in your own life and do what's right for you. Uh, go out there, get some research, there's tons of stuff online about myths, if you need to educate yourself. If you're confused and listening to this and you need to chat, DM me. Uh, I'd love to talk about it with anybody who's Feeling morally confused because like I said, I was it was only twenty five years ago that I thought I was pro-life. Um and I've since educated myself about what's going on and what I believe and revalu reevaluated my belief and done some self inquiry, and I don't believe what I believed when I was a child. I grew up and I educated myself and I didn't keep believing in the boogeyman. So, uh, a little bit more of a confrontational tone today. I'm just kind of, I'm feeling it. I'm uh, feeling really fired up. I was really angry this morning. I looked on the news. Um, so I to. I did this thing to see like what, you know, what's smoke and mirrors. If anyone's seen the movie Wag the Dog, you know what I'm talking about. If not, go watch it. It's a really great movie with Dustin Hoffman in it. I think, uh what's his name i can't remember robert de niro it's a really great movie about the smoke and mirrors of washington dc so I, I quite frequently check the news to see right they're, they're feeding you what they want to right the fear the conflict i was like you know i want to i want to see about this roe v wade thing and like the last three days since it came out there hasn't been any headline stories in my feeds That really, that says something. Like, they're trying to keep this hidden. Not just Republicans. Democrats, too. Democrats could do something. Like, all y'all are on blast, on trial right now. Do the right thing. If any politicians are listening to this, do the right thing. Quit being a jabroni. Uh, People should have sovereignty over their own bodies. Period. To make any decisions they want. You know, it's like, right, like oh God, it's so many things. I'm gonna go on a little side to it's like these anti-trans bills and like kids can't transition and we shouldn't be teaching sex, right? Every cartoon has heterosexual people in them kissing. Okay, you're teaching them sex. If people are like, Oh, you know, you might you can't change your body, you can't have a top surgery or move your breast or transition. You know, you were born a certain way. It's like, okay, well, what about all you Christians with fake boobs? You know, like, this is so insane. Body modification happens all across the board, but there's some body modification that's okay and some that isn't. And it's decided by fucking white men. And now Barnhart or whatever the fuck her name is, like, just Christian conservative control freaks. And it's not okay. Keep your laws off our bodies, jerks. If I want to put... A testicle on my forehead, that should be... I mean, it's just like, it's so insane. (laughs) It's so insane. We're living in really surreal times. Sorry about that last little tangent. I just needed to get that one out. There's so many logical fallacies in everything that's going on with these people. And it's exhausting. So if you're tired, I'm with you. I hear you. It's been, been a heavy week. Thanks for uh, letting me get this off my chest. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to support, go over to Patreon, .patreon www.patreon.com, forward slash turning of the bones. Uh, Like, share, subscribe. This is a little bit of a different episode, so if you made it through this one you're like, you know, turning the bones isn't for me, go back and listen to another one. I talk more about mental health and spirituality. I just, I'm hot about this abortion thing, about these don't say gay and trans laws. I just... They're consuming me because they affect the people that I love and care about the most, LBGTQIA and women, you know. Uh, sorry, dudes. I've had it good enough. You don't really have much to complain about, so get over it. If somebody was telling you you had to get a vasectomy tomorrow, <clears throat> then you'd have a lot more feelings than you do today. So remember remember your privilege. Educate yourself. Be nice to one another. Take care of yourself. Pet a dog. Take a walk. And Be well. Turning of the bones. Bye now.